listening to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside of the gender binary. I'm Kathleen, a cisgender woman and ally living in Brooklyn. And I'm Faith, a transgender woman who also lives in Brooklyn. We'll be exploring topics like hormones, surgery, coming out, pronouns, LGBT stuff, and Q stuff, boys, girls, and everything in between. And if you disagree with us, factually, morally, or scientifically, then you're probably wrong. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Are there levels of transiness? Are there levels of transiness? Like, there's the person, we talked about the people who need to transition or they would kill themselves, versus you, who's working towards this goal, but as far as I could tell, like, suicide wasn't the other alternative. No, I, I think that there are, I think everyone's a little different. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone's circumstances are different. For different people, there's different priorities, there's different options, mm-hmm. and there's different decisions in life. For me, it was something that I was able to put off for a long time. For other people, I know they reach maybe a breaking point, like like psychically, psychologically, whatever, mm-hmm. that they you know decide they need a transition. For other people, it, it is a matter of life and death. And then other people go years and years and years and don't come out until they're in the, the like, 50s or 60s. I always thought that was more because of life circumstances and not because they, like, didn't want to or... But, I, every, I, but, I'm but everything is life circumstances. I and I think so. and I think there are... I remember talking with a friend of mine on Yahoo Messenger in, like, 2003. Mm-hmm. Just to date myself. <laughs> but she was talking about, okay, so we were talking about, like, different levels of transiness, just mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And she was comparing it to, like, Jedi hood. Ah. So, so basically, like, cross-dressers were, like, Padawans. Okay. And baby trans. Baby trans. And then, because a lot of cross-dressers later identified trans. Sure. Or, you know. Or it's a gateway drug. It's a gateway drug. It's mm-hmm. a gateway dressing. Mm-hmm. And... Then, so the Jedi Knights were, like, the the people who were on hormones who maybe weren't out, or the people who were, like, part-time or something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, your Jedi Knight, your Jedi, who's hired in Jedi? Jedi Council mm-hmm. was, like, people who were, like, not only full-time, and then, like, above them was, like, the Yodas. And the Yodas were, like, they'd already gotten all their bottom surgery. Oh. And that was always the big deal. Like, okay. have you got, are you post-op? Mm-hmm. And that was something you didn't cover in the offensive questions. <laughs> About bottom surgery? Post-op, pre-op. Oh, that, you know, right. That... How did I miss that? Um, Sorry, everyone. So I think... I think they're all... I think everyone feels it more than the community forces it on you. Meaning mm-hmm. I think people feel... I know I feel like as as someone who's, who's part-time, because like I'm still trying to grow my hair, I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. And You're doing great. And, you know, so for me, I think I feel... Like, I don't have as much trans street cred mm-hmm. as other people do. But mm-hmm. I don't think people in the community really feel that way. Okay. I think everything... they recognize that everyone has a different situation. Exactly. And okay. I think I've dealt with people in the community. And everyone is usually very supportive of everyone else. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. not really about... It's not really a competition. Even though, even though we judge ourselves, and I think yeah. we compete with our, I think we we compete with our peers more to the point that it's unhealthy. Do you think, I or think is for it just me, sort it can of be a little unhealthy? Yeah, well, stop um, it then. Well, that no, was easy. just because I you're cured. I see people who are full time or have been full time longer, or who yeah. are like younger, I heard, who are on like Tumblr or mm-hmm. Instagram now, and are like you know nineteen, yeah. and they're full time, and I'm like, I'm so slow with this. They came of age in a different time. Or they came of age in a different parents. time, and then there's other people who have kids and don't want to come out until mm-hmm. their kids are 
grown up or any number of things. There's people in the military who don't want to come out until they're, you know, out of the service sure. or people who everyone has their own life circumstances. And the important thing is to remember that it's not a race. It's not a contest. And everyone's different. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is a community. We support each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite, no matter what. Despite, yeah, despite, well, not no matter what. I mean, if people are serial killers, then like, we no won't, serial killers. We won't support them. But if everyone else, I think, I think we, I think individual transgender people tend to look inside and compare themselves to others. And that's not always healthy. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm guilty of that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, it's not a, a race. It's not a contest. But sometimes, you know, I see on the Reddit trans timelines, some people who decided transition started out at these lanky, short, slight little boys, and it goes really easy for them. And others are like big football player types, and it's not going to be as easy for them. And when I hear that there's any kind of contest or finish line, that's like shitty because you have your genetic package and that's what you have, you know? And beyond genetic package, you have your your life package, mm-hmm. your privilege package. Your some people were born into rich liberal families that mm-hmm. are going to be totally accepting, and some people are born into like poverty and in a religious, you mm-hmm. know, religious mm-hmm. Jewish family or religious Muslim family or religious Christian family that's yeah. like not going to be accepting of it, and they're dirt poor, mm-hmm. and then that person's not going to have the resources that right. someone else has. So if you're a transgender person out there who's comparing who's the best (laughs) and who's the transiest stop it stop it and i don't think there's that many but Mm -hmm. and then for trans people transgender people just stop i i and i'll say that stop comparing yourself to others or feeling bad because you're not as transy Mm -hmm. or as advanced or whatever as someone else but i'll feel the same way tomorrow i'll feel the same way if i log into instagram and see some cute 19 year old yeah I mean, so, that's it. We know it's not healthy. We know it's not helpful. But it's hard not to. I think everyone does it to a certain extent. I think yeah. I think there's cis men who are worried, you know, that they're not as successful as other people. Or there's women who aren't, who feel, cis women who feel bad because they're not as skinny as whatever actress. Yeah. I think everyone compares themselves to other people mm-hmm. in an unflattering way. Mm-hmm. And it's not healthy and it's sort of something we can't turn off. Throw your TV out the window. Yes, That's except a good don't start. don't only if you live on the first floor. Yeah, not literally. I think. Come on, <laughs> our lawyers have advised us to remind you. All right. Okay. So then, thanks. Okay. Good. Thank you. That's helpful. Do you like the way I diagnose problems and offer no real solutions? I sure do. <laughs> I run sure for do. <laughs> All right. I got it. Hey, Faith. Yeah, hey, Kai. I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. What is the difference between cross-dressing and doing drag? Okay. Well, okay. Drag I drag is a form of cross-dressing. Drag is a form of cross Drag is a form of cross-dressing. Cross-dressing is when someone wears the clothing of the opposite gender. Mm-hmm. Opposite gender meaning gender is a... Gender is a social construct, sure. meaning that gender is something that we as a society agree upon that someone someone in this group will behave this way mm-hmm. and wear these things and someone in this other group will will behave differently and wear other things. Mm-hmm. So cross-dressing is wearing the clothes of the opposite gender. Mm-hmm. 
And again, a lot of clothing of the opposite gender isn't even really sex specific. Like I have girl socks <laughs> that I like because they're thinner and nicer fabric. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like inherently X, X chromosome or like boob having about needing these socks <laughs> or socks being like a little more dainty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so cross-dressing, so drag is a form of cross-dressing. Drag is an art unto itself. Mm-hmm. Practiced, I want to say mainly by gay men, but it's also practiced by trans women and it's also practiced by straight men mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, probably in a, in a, in a minority mm-hmm. there are drag is essentially I think trying to create a parody mm-hmm. or a caricature mm-hmm. of a woman mm-hmm. except sometimes I think I think they're creating parodies of drag <laughs> Because they take ah. it almost to an like, absurd degree. And they've gone you know, full circle. With like, yeah, with like four foot high wigs and, and crazy makeup that no cis woman would ever, ever, ever wear. Mm-hmm. Even like the gaudiest. But it's a parody. It's I a mean... parody. And it's high camp and it's, and it's trying to be silly and... And drag can... And drag doesn't have to be that way, but that sort of is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, cross-dressing for a community for straight men, for instance, mm-hmm. um, is a lot more about experiencing what I, what I want to say is like femininity and like a, okay, as a social thing, as mm-hmm. a social construct, femininity, meaning experiencing like feminine things which is kind of a taboo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it's a ta- drag is it's is is part of a taboo for gay men but gay men can kind of make it campy and make it fun mm-hmm. cross-dressing is sort of a for some men there's a, a sexual thrill to mm-hmm, it for mm-hmm. others there might be a comedic reason or mm. you know like a power power puff powder puff you know football game kind of thing where it's like ah ha ha I have no um, idea what that is. Powder puff is where like the girls play football and the boys are cheerleaders. Oh, okay. Uh, and so it can kind of be a way to. There's be a link silly. down below for those of you who also don't know what it is. Like me. it can be silly, and it can also be a you know it can be silly, it can be a sexual thing, or it can also just be an exploratory thing mm-hmm. of just maybe people who are curious. But drag is definitely a campy art form. So drag is on stage, and cross dressing is off stage. <laughs> Well, no, cross drag is a form of cross dressing. I see, but it is the onstage form of cross dressing that that is a campy parody mm-hmm. of femininity. Mm. Cross dressing that a lot of men partake in mm-hmm. is more like a sort of crossing a social moray mm-hmm. to experience something feminine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's usually you know obviously the form of clothing. And you started as a crossdresser. I identified as a crossdresser for a while mm-hmm. because that's sort of what I knew. And then I, I used to, I used to call myself gender flux because okay. I didn't really like the term cross. I never really liked the term crossdressing because I think it really it carried a lot of people hear that and they might think like sexual, like mm-hmm. getting off, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like a foot, a shoe fetish or something like that. Sure. And I didn't really have that. Because to me, it was kind of more about the gender role than mm-hmm. it was about the clothes. I see. So to me, it was like I was an atypical sort of cross-dresser. But I was still cross-dressing and because I wasn't really identifying female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I don't really think of myself as a cross-dresser. I, I, never, I didn't think of myself as a cross-dresser for a long time. But mm-hmm. It was sort of the easier way to identify. Sure. I mean, it makes sense. And I didn't want to 
I didn't want to jump off the transgender cliff. Exactly. So to speak. You so, could dabble. But, you could dabble. But not dabble. I hope I clarified things by giving a bunch of confusing info. No, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> do you like drag? Do I like drag? I do not particularly like drag. Oh, okay. I actually find it... I don't particularly like campy things. Like, I don't oh, really okay. like musicals. Um, <laughs> you know, not all... Not all musicals are Musicals campy. are kind of campy. Don't tell me they're not. They're... Right, you've seen like four in your they're life. They're hammy. And one was Drag is Hedwig, very hammy. So I don't want... And I like Hedwig, obviously. So, so how, well, how weird is that? Well, maybe I want to redo that. Um, <laughs> do I like drag? I don't really like drag. Um... I actually went. I went to a ton of drag shows when I was a kid because when you were a kid, when I was a kid. Well, I was like a teenager because in evangelical Georgia, yeah, because because you could go drink at the gay club. They never carded at the gay clubs. We used to always go, and it was fun. So. You just happened to be there when it, oh, a drag show was on. Oh, there were always drag you shows, know? But, you know. And we've been to a bunch, and mm-hmm. there's and there are differing levels of quality, but I I don't particularly like it. I mm-hmm. think it's too. As someone who who tries to pass, I can't help but like kind of cringe when I see a drag. Mm. <laughs> like, honey, that makeup is too much. <laughs> which obviously they know, and which they is obviously know, deliberate. But to me, I'm like, I'm trying to pass. I'm trying to be as close to a woman as possible. Mm-hmm. And there being campy parodies of parodies of women. Yeah, I mean, we went to Bitchy Bingo a few years ago, and we'll never go back. Sorry, guys, just not our thing. And some of them were like, there was one that was an amazing dancer. Amazing. Like high kicks and spins and, and she was awesome. But otherwise, I mean, the jokes were sort of hokey and predictable and the crowd loved it. You know, obviously they're, they're, I mean, I'm not trying to ban drag. Yeah. They're not hurting for cash. They're, it's a popular yeah. thing. And, and, uh, it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. It's just, it was just okay. Yeah. The food was rather unimpressive. So, had, you had to order food. It was like dinner theater. I thought the food was good, actually. Really? Yeah, it wasn't like brilliant, but it was, for what it was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was stuff that was fried. I mean, it's hard to screw up fried food. Yet, we have seen it happen. We've seen it happen. So anyway, I hope that answers the question. It does. Thank you very much, and Faith. It, thank you. That's super helpful. If it doesn't answer the question, too bad. We've reached our time limit. I feel like we have. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to The Gender Rebels. Please send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com. If you like us, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Find the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for more of The Gender Rebels, visit our website, genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a Comeback Zinc production. Copyright 2016. All rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye! In like 2003. Mm-hmm. Just to date myself. <laughs> I'm such a narcissist. I like to date myself. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I don't blame you. But she was talking. <laughs>